Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hi, I'm Claire Murphy. This is Mamma Mia's daily news podcast, The Quickie. And coming up on the show today, why we've all become weirdly obsessed with a pregnant stingray and the chance she may have gotten knocked up by a shark. Good morning from the Aquarium and Shark Lab here in Hendersonville. Charlotte's going to come around and wish everyone a good morning. She is still carrying her pups. There you can see that little mama belly poking out there. But before we jump into the aquarium, here's the latest from the Quickie Newsroom, Friday, March 1. A vigil will be held for the murdered Sydney couple Jesse Baird and Luke Davies tonight on the eve of the Sydney Mardi Gras. The vigil will be held in Darlinghurst with permission from both men's families who are grieving the 26- and 29-year-olds who were allegedly murdered by a currently serving police officer who was reportedly obsessed with Mr Baird. The accused allegedly stalking him before investigators say he targeted Baird with his police-issue firearm at his Paddington home on February 19, Mr Davies being in the wrong place place at the wrong time. Mr Davies, a Qantas flight attendant, will be honoured on the Qantas Mardi Gras parade float, the event expected to honour both men, while the AFL is planning a tribute to Mr Baird, who served as an umpire at both VFL and AFL levels. The Therapeutic Goods Administration is working to stop compounding pharmacies from making large quantities of semaglutide, the key factor in many weight loss drugs. A worldwide shortage of the drugs originally prescribed for diabetes management, but are now often used off-label for weight loss, has led to some Australian pharmacists to replicate the drugs and ship them to customers around the country. The TGA saying they want to stop the practice, which exposes a regulatory loophole. The TGA says the exemptions were not designed to allow commercial sale manufacturing of weight loss medications driven by patient demand, rather as a one-on-one basis intended to help patients access medication that's in shortage, and that this high-volume processing was leaving patients exposed to unregulated medicines where safety and quality cannot be assured. The inquiry into the British police officer who murdered Sarah Everard after using his police credentials to force her into his car in the UK has found that unless there is a major overhaul of police vetting procedures, there's nothing stopping something like that from happening again. The 51-year-old who was working as a guard at a diplomatic premises is now serving a life sentence after the horrific attack on Miss Everard in 2021. Since then, he's pleaded guilty to another three unrelated charges of exposing himself. The inquiry finding eight similar offences had been reported but never acted on prior to Miss Everard's death, including a very serious assault against a young teenage girl before he even became a police officer. Since the officer's arrest, the Metropolitan Police in London have conducted a major purge, the head of the force saying it's likely hundreds of officers will be sacked due to sexual and domestic violence offences, and since then more officers have been convicted of serious sexual offences, including one who carried out 24 rapes. 
Shares in weight loss company Weight Watchers have dropped significantly after it was revealed celebrity board member Oprah Winfrey would be leaving the company and donating her stake in the business. Oprah has been a board member of WW since 2015, but the company is struggling to turn a profit in 2024, stock falling more than 23% off the back of the media icon's exit news, overall having lost more than half its value so far this year. Winfrey will donate her 1.13 million shares worth US 6.3 $4 million to the National Museum of African American History and Culture, WW saying it would help eliminate any perceived conflict of interest around Oprah taking weight loss medication. That's your latest news headlines. Next, the world is watching Charlotte the Stingray. Is her pregnancy a case of sisters doing it for themselves, or did she just cross species her babies with a shark she hangs out with? Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Charlotte, the round stingray, has become an internet celebrity. Charlotte the stingray has taken the internet by storm as she is pregnant but has no mate. Did Charlotte the stingray give birth? You can clearly see Charlotte's large pregnant belly and her adorable face. All right, I need to know if Charlotte gave birth or not. Because the way this little stingray has taken over my life, like, I think about her every single day. Earlier this month, the employees at the North Carolina Aquarium and Shark Lab revealed that their teenage round stingray was pregnant. They initially were concerned she had cancer as a bump had started to swell in her abdomen. But the crew was surprised after an ultrasound revealed the 14 to 16 year old Ray was actually gestating eggs. But basically the process is we kind of lift her up a little bit as best as we can. And then Jacob, if you want to go ahead and run it on her back a little bit, it kind of feels a little bit weird to her, which is why she flaps a little bit. But Miss Charlotte is being very, very good and still no babies. Now that in itself isn't such a surprising thing. Rays have babies all the time. The reason Charlotte's case has captured worldwide attention is because she hasn't seen a male round stingray in the eight years she's lived at the aquarium. Actually, she hasn't been in contact with any male stingray of any species in her time in the tank. She has been surrounded by various fish species and in mid-2023, she was also joined by two one-year-old male white spot bamboo sharks called Larry and Moe but not a stingray to be seen. So what has happened here? Has a sneaky ray managed to find a way in and then out without being seen? There are actually two theories doing the rounds, one way more plausible than the other. The first is that one of those juvenile sharks impregnated Charlotte in a case of cross-species breeding. If this is the case, it's not the first time animals have managed that feat. One of the rarest is called a wolfen, a cross between a female bottlenose dolphin and a male false killer whale. Ligers are male lions bred with female tigers, a tigon's the other way around, and a lepon and lipard are leopard and lion mixes. In the big cat world, there's also jag lions, a mix of jaguars and lions. The zebroid is a zebra horse mix, a mule is a horse and a donkey hybrid, beefaloes are buffalo and cow offspring, and there's grizzly and polar bear babies called growlers. 
Skeep are the mix of goat and sheep, and a karma is a cross of camels and llamas. So while there are a lot of hybrid animals, have there ever been cases of shark stingray babies? Shark rays, if you will. The other theory is that Charlotte, having been alone for so long, has just decided to do it for herself in a process that's giving real Virgin Mary vibes. So what's the most plausible option? Jalen Myers is a PhD candidate at James Cook University in Townsville, where she studies stingrays. She also has a background in marine reproductive biology. Jalen, I imagine you've fielded quite a few questions about the suddenly very famous Charlotte, but the first question has to be, have we ever seen a documented case of shark ray babies before? I have heard everything about Charlotte the stingray the past few weeks, and people have been coming to me about this with lots of questions. That's probably the main question. I hate to burst the bubble here, but I don't think in any world is it possible that a stingray and a shark could mix their genetic material and produce offspring. But there are some other very plausible explanations for what's actually going on here that have been documented for sharks and rays in captivity. We'll get to that in just a second, but there's all these different examples of hybrid species out there. And I guess the closest one we can point to in this situation is maybe the wolfen, so the bottlenose dolphin and the false whale hybrid. I know we haven't documented shark ray babies, but is it genetically down in the DNA possible for that to happen? From my knowledge, I would definitely put a no on that. The ability for any hybrid to exist in nature is usually quite rare. Some hybrids can occur, I suppose. We all know that a mule is a mix between a donkey and a horse, but the mule itself cannot produce viable offspring. And I guess that's where the line stops. If there was some circumstance, miraculously, where a shark and a ray could produce an offspring, which that has not been documented before, if it, let's just say it could, that offspring would probably not be viable or it probably wouldn't even survive to reproduce at all. That's kind of the case with these hybrids is, yeah, they're not fit for the environment. They aren't really meant to happen. Birds of a feather flock together for a reason from a genetic standpoint. So the other option that we're looking at, which is the much more plausible version of this story, is this phenomena in nature where animals are able to breed without having a partner. Can you just explain to us how that works and why this is probably the more likely option in Charlotte's case? Yeah, there's a great word to describe this. Please use it at your next social event. It's called parthenogenesis. So that is the technical term for when a female just replicates its own genetic material in its offspring. And yeah, it doesn't need a male to reproduce. Very cool. It's not really heard of in, say, mammals or definitely not people by any means. But in the animal world, it has been documented multiple times in like insects, reptiles, and also sharks and rays. So we know that this has happened because there's multiple documented cases in aquariums where the female suddenly became pregnant, produced offspring. There's no males around. This has been actually a fairly common occurrence for some types of sharks like the zebra shark. That's a pretty common one in captivity where that's been recorded multiple times happening. And you can tell because you can genetically test the offspring. If they're completely identical to the female, you know that parthenogenesis has occurred. If it had the genetic material of another male, it's possible it could have been storing the sperm for a very prolonged period 
before deciding to go through with egg development. That's another possibility as well. So there's, I'd say, two scenarios here for how Charlotte the Stingray became pregnant. The parthenogenesis one is what we're kind of leaning to at this point. So she could have technically been in contact with another male round ray before being placed in the tank eight years ago. Is it possible she could have stored sperm for that long? I think the longest known case of this happening was a period of like four or five years between contact with another male. Eight years, that might be a stretch, which is probably why we're leaning more toward the parthenogenesis thing. I mean, if you could store it for eight years, that might be a record. I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's easy to tell when these offspring are born which one has occurred. And I'm sure everyone wants to hop on board and see the results of any DNA testing that might ensue this. Because mystery solved, if you DNA test the offspring, it'll tell you which one it was. So when we do DNA test that offspring, is it essentially if it is, and please forgive me if I do not say this correctly, parthenogenesis, if it is that. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Does the baby exactly match the mum? Is it a clone of mum? Yeah, they are essentially clones. So if a female produces just using its own genetic material, it's going to have offspring that's identical to itself. Generally, in nature, this would be a very backup form of reproduction because we know that in the animal world, mixing of genetic material is a good thing. If you have a diverse gene pool that goes to the next generation, you have more viable, healthy offspring. In the wild, if a female was doing this and creating clones, they would probably be disadvantaged and have a lower survival rate. But in aquariums, it might be more common because they don't have the freedom to select their own mates as they would in the wild. They're just left with what you give them. And sometimes they're like, ah, I'm not impressed by you. I'll just do this myself. There are some very strong independent women in aquariums around the world, it seems. (laughs) The last thing, of course, is that we are patiently waiting for these babies to be born. And it seems that rays normally gestate their babies for three to four months. And we've already passed that milestone. What's happening here? Why is it taking so long for these babies to come out? I'm sure it's nothing abnormal here. I would have to check my big book of rays. I know the gestation time can vary by species. It could also be affected a bit by the environment, aquarium versus wild, whatever it might be. I'm sure the babies will come along in their due time. It should happen very soon. I wouldn't be alarmed yet that there's anything wrong with them not being born yet. Charlotte Potential Shark Ray Baby Watch is continuing on the aquarium's Facebook page and TikTok account, where they explain that due to this being a first for them, they don't know exactly how long gestation will be or when labour will begin. So is the marine biology world just as excited for this impending event as the rest of us? Well, in my sphere, I would say that it's not a headline news event. It's something that is more uncommon than normal modes of reproduction, but it's definitely not unheard of. But what I think has really taken the world by storm on this one is now TikTok is a big thing and social media platforms, reels. I think they did a really good job of putting this story out there and getting just normal everyday people to hear about this and care about it. And then the media took off with it I think that's a big component for why this stingray became so popular when perhaps other cases of this occurring 
no one's ever even heard of. Because it's not the first time. It's just this is the first time I think it became so newsworthy. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll keep you updated on Charlotte's progress. As soon as we know about those babies, we'll let you know too. The Quickie is produced by me, Claire Murphy, along with our executive producer, Callie Borg, with audio production by Tom Lyne.